0: We're starting a new, a new theme, it's a new month, a new theme. What's our theme for the year? Blazing New Trails. Oh yes, and, and for those who aren't aware, there is a helpful sign right, right behind me. Um, so Blazing New Trails, that's our theme for the year where we are um, opening our hearts, our minds, to step into a larger consciousness. Who are we called to be? You know, what do they say that insanity is, right? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result each time. And, and blazing new trails, there is, there's something that is in this. It's this thing called life that is seeking to, to demonstrate through us in a larger way than it ever has before. And we know it. We sense it in our, our desires, our intentions, those things that make us light up our longings, and even our discontent. Even, there's something within us that knows that better and more is available, and guess what? (laughs) It comes through us. Life doesn't happen to us, but it happens through us. And so if we're going to experience that larger life, those new trails, it must come through us. So each month we're taking a look at a different area of focus of our life, to uh, to investigate, to explore, and say, well, what you know, what is there new for me? The only thing that stands between us and our next highest good is a thing of thought, according to Doctor Holmes, our founder. And so, is there a new thought possible for me in the area? In this month, we're talking about play. My favorite. Oh, your favorite, Erica's favorite. <laughs> now, I'll tell you when I. When I saw this ahead, when I was looking ahead of, you know, at this year, I will be honest with you, um, I cringed. I cringed, honestly, oh, play, gosh, that doesn't sound very fun. Yeah, the editor of the Science of My Magazine, Holly Sharp, she in her article this month, I didn't you know there's a copy right here. Well, I was like, I'm looking for my copy. There's a copy right here. And she starts in her article, in her monthly, you know, opening of the magazine, what did she she said, playing doesn't come naturally to her. And when I read that, I was like, mm 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 Now I've shared this with some, and then they were like, really? Really? You? And you know, and, and I realize I'm probably in the minority, but for me, around this topic um, and around play, when I'm trying to define it or look at it, I become self-conscious. I become self-conscious. And I know that I am probably the minority in this room, because I know some of you. <laughs> And I know some of you that where self-consciousness is not, I mean, when it comes to play, that's not, that's not your experience, rather you're self-aware. You're self-aware of of that that childlike wonder and fun that's within, that's just longing to be released and, and you just know and feel it and sense it and just let it out, it'll all hang out. And by doing so, it brings you in touch with the joy that's within, which is really spirit in play, in you. So I cringed, (laughs) and I thought, wow, I really do have a growing edge here. Right? I mean, blazing new trails, right? blazing new trails. If I already knew as far, if I already had the full idea around it, there would be no new trails ablaze for myself. So um, we're gonna be on this together. For many of you, I'm, I'm sure I could learn from you. <laughs> and, but, you know, I wanna ask you, do, do you remember this guy? Let's see here. That's the title of the, today's message. Oh, here's what I'm just talking all over the place talking over, all over the place but I have my this this guy here let me this, let me just move I had all sorts of there we go uh-huh. yes you remember this guy Garfield. Yes. Garfield. Garfield yes are we having fun yet and and that is sort of you know I guess maybe that's how my thing around play has been you know this phrase of are we having fun yet and that I picked as a title for today's message that's usually intended to be either sarcastic, you know, sarcastic or or maybe even humorous, you know, tongue in cheek about about what you're currently experiencing or what you're going through isn't as fun as as you know when's the fun? When's the play gonna show up here? And that is really that's really the growing edge to where we're not asking this question or approaching play in our lives sarcastically or, um, or looking down our nose at it, but really that we ask the question sincerely, right? Asking that question, it is a question. And can we ask that question in a different way? But are we having fun yet? As that being a priority, and we'll talk today in this month about why this is a priority, why this is important, what this even has to do with spiritual living. So let me go back to my uh, my quotes here. There was uh, Wayne Dyer. He talks when he talks about play. He said that play is the element of us recapturing the childlike feelings of wide-eyed excitement, spontaneous appreciation cutting loose and being full of awe and wonder at this magnificent universe. When you look back over your life and when, you, when the word play comes up for you, what images, what do you see and how do you relate to play in your life? How does play show up in your life? Or maybe it's been a while. But how has it shown up in your life? I'd be curious to hear. How, how, do, how do you define play? What is playful for you? out know. in nature. Oh, out in nature. Out in nature. Do we got any nature lovers in here? That's playful? All right, what else? Do, what's playing for you? Playing with animals. Oh, with the animals. Yeah, they know how to play. I'm playing with my granddaughters. Oh, the grandkids or the kids. So, yes. Or games. Board games with friends. Dancing. Dancing. Oh, I like. What Baseball. Is what is this one? Baseball. Baseball. There we go, yes. Wearing my dinosaur underwear. <laughs> For those who didn't hear on Facebook, wearing dinosaur. Your, your dinosaur underwear. And I'm blinded by the lights or otherwise. I always say, I'll see you up there, Sharon. Yeah, but it's Singing, yes, thank you, Albert. Yes. Play. It shows up in our ways as adults in many ways, and as children, many ways at all, you know, and actually for children. Children, and when we think of play, we usually, what do we think of first? What comes to our mind? The image that comes to mind usually is not a play for as adults, but as the kids. The kids, and them playing. Play is the most valuable way for children to learn. Play allows children to use their creativity to develop their imagination, their dexterity, even emotional regulation. You know, they got to work it out on the play field, you know, on the, on the playground. Developing physical, cognitive, emotional strength. It's important to healthy brain development. We actually know that that brains of the play-deprived and those who regularly engage in play, there are differences, actually. I mean, we think of children, and do you know, and, and, and adults we, we think don't think of as much playing when we think of pure play, but you know, I think that is unique to our species, where the adults have been conditioned not to play, or that it's, you know, we're, we're too serious. I mean, throughout all other, the animal kingdom, they play, don't they? They play, play is, and this is something that we have learned, you know, Dr. Stuart Brown, who is a pioneer researcher, and he founded the National Institute of Play, you can check out, he did a TED Talk, did a TED Talk, check it out, it's called Play is More Than Fun. And, and what he has discovered and has documented, and there's been other studies to show this, that play deprivation is a thing. Dr. Brown, he got into the whole study of play, not because he was looking to study play, but he was actually studying violent criminals in prisons. And what he discovered is that those who had a lifetime of violence and of incarceration, that they were very serious about their life. There wasn't much room for play and that they had actually been deprived. What he has come to see and and, and is teaching, that just as, how many of you would say sleep is important for a healthy life? I mean, right? We know this. Play is a process, and it is a part of our being and living that's necessary. This is one of the reasons why we need to talk about it. It's not something that should be like, oh, that's nice. That's nice. If we think sleep is nice, play. And if we're, and if we're th- thinking, oh, it'd be nice to get some extra sleep, well then, and play is not even on the table. <laughs> it's time to bring it on for us to have a healthy life. And especially as we're talking about a spiritual one, here's a center for spiritual living. It's important, Victor Shamas writes in, in his book, play is a sacred act. When we are playing, and get the sense of this, listen to the the feeling of this as I read this. When we are playing, the essence of all creation flows freely through us. We're expressing our true nature and connecting with the very core of our existence. Nothing's more spiritual than that. So this month, we are invited to, to engage in the sacred activity of play. We can make it a priority by putting a perspective on us that it is a spiritual practice and it connects us to the source of who we are. It connects us to wonder. It connects us to joy. And you know, spirit has created each one of us. I mean, what we teach here at Concordia is that we're spiritual beings. We're spiritual beings having this physical experience. And so to live from that perspective, and so from that, we should be the most playful people around. Mm -hmm. As spiritual beings, spirit has created us with the capacity to overflow with joy and freedom Doesn't play bring that? Isn't play play and freedom almost synonymous, right? Now, we do have a human tendency, as we talked about, that we can get caught up in the busyness. And as adults, we've been conditioned to sort of put it on the side. But it's time to start playing. You know, a couple weeks ago, Kevin opened a puzzle that we had bought um, a few months back. And it's something that we do. We see puzzles and we go, oh, isn't that nice? What a nice puzzle. We'll have so much fun doing that. And we buy it and it goes into the closet. It's almost like buying a book and then just putting it on the shelf. And and, you know, buying it sort of gives me the sense. By osmosis, I'm somehow, you know, now I possess the knowledge by buying the puzzle, I have, I have somehow had the fun. It's, you know, it, doesn't, it doesn't quite work that way. But here a couple of weeks ago, he opened it up, and he said, you know, we're gonna, we're, gonna, um, we're gonna put this together. We bought it thinking, oh, during the winter, you know, long nights, yeah. long nights. And here's something I've learned in this work that I do, is that wherever we're giving our attention, energy flows. And I knew that play as a topic was coming up, and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, oh, here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Life is giving me an opportunity to actually do some of that. Our life is the laboratory that we get to play out. I'm using that word. That we get to play out what we are working on. And, you know, and I'll tell you, so I'm just going to take it. So we... um, so here's a picture. This is the picture of the puzzle that we started putting together. I just I wanted to sort of document the process because it was fun it was fun. I and I was actually observing myself. I was having fun as the researcher, you know, sort of observing myself having this fun putting this puzzle together. And now I'm now this is upside down because Kevin's on the right side, I'm over here to the side, you know, here making my little contributions to this to this puzzle. And it was just we had a great time, almost done. I had so much fun that one of my days off, I actually I mean, almost my entire afternoon was spent We're finding just one more piece. That's one more piece. Just one more. I mean, all of us have done puzzles, right? If you haven't, you know, I'm actually thinking of doing a workshop on puzzling. Oh, that's that adult. uh, Make it into work. But, um, and here's finally, we got the, yes, uh, we got the the puzzle completed. Good job. Thank you. But play gets pushed to the back corner, so many for so many of us, so much of the time thinking that play is for kids and we have too much to do. And throughout the, you know, and we'll even look this month, some of it, because it can feel like almost privilege to talk about play, right? It's in a world where people are suffering and there is war and there is, and there can be a part of us that may judge and go, oh, you know what? That's when. In, how can I be in joy when others are not? Do you feel this? We're gonna we'll work with that some this month. But let me just plant this plant this for you. You can't breathe enough air for someone else. You can't quench someone's thirst by drinking water. And if they don't have water, you know, it's like, oh, here, I'll, I'll, I'll drink it for you. The, the reverse is true as well. You can't get sick enough for someone else to get well if they're not healthy. So talking about putting our own oxygen mask on, and for us, if we're truly going to make a difference in the world, we need to be treating all of us, living fully, authentically, because all of our power is found in all parts of us, and play is part of that. So we'll work with that this month. But we need to be open to the idea that spirit is more than just a proper, serious, grown-up thing. Spirit is the all that is, including and expressing as all. Dr. Holmes wrote that God sings the songs. Dances all the dances, paints all the pictures, creates all art, writes every book, plays every game. You know, there's no silliness that goes on. There's no fun or joy or exuberance that can go on that is outside of spirit. And so for us to discount this, this practice, this important uh, process of living and to put it over here, because others may not be able or free to to express that, then what we're doing is actually cutting ourselves off from our God self. Ernest Holmes says that if we are to know a God of joy, we must be what? We must be joyful. And play gives us, it's a way to open the door. So blazing new trails this month around play is is an opportunity for us to let go of the confusion around spirituality and seriousness. (laughs) Saying that, oh, if I'm going to be spiritual, then I I need to be proper. (laughs) Joy, frivolity, all of it, all of it is important and is God. I mentioned Dr. Stuart Brown Here's an element of play. He goes, if its purpose is more important than the act of doing it, then it's probably not play. And isn't that, and maybe as we become adults, that becomes the judgment of whether we engage in a behavior or not. What's the purpose? Is it important? Is it important? You know, this morning, this happened this morning after Kevin left. Luna, Luna, our little black dog, She's a little French bulldog. We had um, rescued her last year, almost a year now. And I was down in the basement, and Kevin had left. I heard him, you know, he went out through the garage, and, and I heard that. And then I could hear, up at the top of the steps of the ba- ba- um, basement, up at the top of the steps, I could hear Luna. Now, as a French bulldog, even though she is, you know, Luna is a, the lunar goddess. She can sound like a gremlin. She's a goddess that sounds like a gremlin. I mean, there's always some sort of snorting or some. She's just noisy, and snore, oh my gosh. I thought, you know, I thought I had the, um, the, the record, but no. Um, but she was at the top of the steps, and I could hear her little claws hitting the top of the steps, hitting the top of the steps. And she usually does not come down in the basement with me. And when she's doing, she's like dancing, tap dancing, at the top of the step. I say, like, oh, she wants me. And I go, and she, she puts her head down and she's tapping. And I was like, oh, she wants to come down with me. And I'm like, I haven't got time for this, Luna. I haven't got time to play with you. I have to work. It's very serious. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Oh, you know, what I just say, if, it's, if the purpose is more important than the act of doing it, it's probably not playing well. I wasn't interested in playing, but Luna was. And so I put her down, and she ran around, and she grabbed her toy, and she, it didn't matter to her what I was doing or what I was working on or where I needed to be, and just you know, shortly, she wanted to play. And because of this and me making space even to, you know, even to talk about it, I was able just for those few moments to capture that, to sense it. Here, this little teacher, Luna came, to actually say, Here are my two cents. Here are my two cents ab- around this. Was there a great purpose in what Luna wanted to do? For her there was. And the purpose of it was just to have fun. To have fun with her daddy. Teilhard de Deshardon says that joy is the most infallible sign of the presence of God. And when we make that space inside of ourselves open and ready and available to laugh, and I'll tell you, Luna, I love I mean we have two dogs, I mean Bodhi. He's a boxer he's a larger dog and he's much more you know he watches her and she's this little little uh, ball of energy that I can't see I can't look at her she can't move without sparking that joy in me. She lives so unabashedly you know no permission I don't need any permission I don't need that. but making space for... That You know, our animals, it was mentioned, playing with our animals. Animals can help us get to that space where that, you know what, there's not a purpose attached to it other than having fun and playing. And talking about this, where else are we doing that? Maybe not just with our animals, but with one another. I mean, that's, this month we're talking about is is to consider our relationship to this thing called play and and our willingness to experience joy. That's why this is an important topic. How many of us are open to more joy? You know, we're willing to experience. We may not know the way there, but you know what? Just this blaze the trails to accept it. I mean... And some of us may have been so serious for so long, we may not even know where to begin with this. We may not have animals, you know, that are, that are at the top of the steps, you know, doing their little tap dancing. Say, please, 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 get me out. Please, please, please. I mean, the well may be dry. We might intellectually know and understand. You know, Dr. Stuart Brown, I wanna go back to him, and I thought this was a powerful, and it's like, why not? Yeah, because the play, the joy and all that play brings and opens us up to, remember, it comes through us. Light comes through us. So he suggests, and I thought this is a powerful, it's what we do in spiritual mind treatment, but find within us that joy. You know, think back to a time in your life when you have a clear image of yourself having fun, having a good time. It could have been at a party. It could have been maybe even as a kid playing with the toy, the sense of wonder. Kevin and I were talking about this last night and I was saying, you know, when you send the kids out to play, they could just be just sort of a crew and they and they don't have any direction or just sort of, they're just going to play and, and then this and that and oh, and let's do this and oh, and I'm this now and I'm that. Oh, no, you can't do this. You can't do that. Be, I mean, making up the rules as you go along, Excellent. right? Is it? The freedom of this, right? The freedom. And so think of a time when you experienced that freedom, you experienced that joy. Hopefully it was recently. But if not, find that feeling that in that memory, and our work is to bridge it into our current lives. Bridge it into our current lives. Where, is, where am I making space for me to express and experience life this way? And it may, it may not be here yet, but holding the space, bringing the intention to it, even making it a priority, our lives will be enriched in ways that they haven't been up till now. He tells that when he tells people to do that exercise and to work with that, to really be looking to bridge that feeling and to bring it into their everyday life, he says, many people find themselves in new jobs. They find themselves in new jobs. And he says, you know, you may not be ready for that. And I was thinking, well, of course. Yes, that makes total sense. If I'm letting joy and fun, and play, and creativity be a priority to me, for it to be a value and practice of mine, that may be what I've been settling for. I need to reevaluate, because that's what I'm doing, I've been settling for. You know, the Polish composer and pianist and actually, the prime minister, um, Paderewski, he was giving a concert, and a mother brought her young son to the concert hall in order to to hear Paderewski play. And while she was talking to a friend, her son slipped away and slipped off, and is just like, oh, "Okay, well, he's he'll be back, he'll be back," and. He ended up getting up on stage, and he began playing on the beautiful Steinway piano that was up there in front of everyone that was sitting there to hear someone else, not this little boy. And I mean, the mother was, I mean, just horrified. Oh my gosh. And she's going to go get her son. And the lights came down and even a spotlight began to shine on her son as he was sitting there playing, twinkle, twinkle, little star. And the concert pianist came up behind the little boy and said, keep playing, keep playing. And he took his arms and began to add, Paderewski started adding the bass notes and and also began adding some additional flourishes on the treble side. And here they had a concert together, this young boy learning how to play and having fun. He went up there to play. And Paderewski, this master, came to play alongside him. When I heard this story and thinking about it in relation to our topic for this month, is that play, allowing ourselves to show up and just to be whatever our imagination is calling us to, to, however to show up, where it's an invitation for something larger to emerge. When kids are playing together, they are building something collaboratively, right? They're creating a world together. But even in our own lives, when we go and, and allow space to be created for play, when we start the game, God can join in. Spirit's inviting us to play. Luna was inviting me to play and spirits wanting to play with others as well and it can only do it through us so you know even if it's just for the reason not for even for your own joy and wonder guess what us playing with others oh, the world would be a much different place if, if that was our default So this week, with the wonder of joy and play in your heart, explore the ways in which God, in in the way that you can let a God of joy into your life. And if you find yourself maybe a little like Garfield, are we having fun yet? Let that be, let it be a, a catalyst to shift that. Put aside the sarcasm. You know, I, kids aren't sar- sarcastic. They may learn it. They learn it, and then they're precocious, right? But as children, and just their honesty, when we bring that spirit of just play, are we having fun yet? Let that be a question where we're actually then seeking ways to, for that play to show up, to giggle, to guffaw, <laughs> and to celebrate the unimaginable beauty of life. An affirmation to work with this week, and to remind ourselves that you can work with throughout this week is, I am having fun with the divine. I'm having fun with the divine. I invite you to say that with me. I I am having having fun fun with the divine. divine. Then let's say it one more time. I'm I'm having fun fun with the divine. divine. And so it is.